0: Well, the book Change was written mainly because we're living in such an unpredictable, volatile world, which is experiencing so many big changes, the technological change that has changed the fundamental nature of the production process and work, the environmental challenges we face as we, you know, carbon emissions increase in our atmosphere and certainly the very environment that nourishes our lives. So the book is really my journey working across the world on issues of malnutrition and hunger and listening to particularly young people about their hopes and their aspirations and I sort of try to give voice to the many people in our country and the world who feel they are not being listened to.
1: That's interesting, especially when you talk about change and how change is happening everywhere. But not everybody seems to be ready to embrace change. How is that perhaps positioned in your book?
0: Well, I think change is very threatening to people. I mean, people in power, people who have done things in a particular way over most of their lives. And so change is usually feared by people. But the reality is that the world is changed. We are living in the 21st century You know, it is a world where increasingly uh, much of the work that human beings are doing are going to be be done by machines, by robots. We are living in a world where increasing inequality between the rich and the poor is growing to a point where, you know, it is threatening the very social fabric of our society, like we see in South Africa. But I think change is inevitable. What we have to do is create a safe, sacred space for the discussion particularly between the different generations about the changes that have to be made in education, in the way we look at jobs, in the way we look at government budgets and how that delivers the better life we promised our people in 1994, I think the time has come for us to confront this, to have courage to deal with the change. Because if we do not deal with that, then we will go deeper into that of a more fragile state and eventually a sane state.
1: Book's going to be launched this Sunday in Durban. Are you hoping that it would help to spur this debate and conversation?
0: Well, I think it is already. You know, I think that a lot of people are talking about change and that's what we need to now do. We build an agenda of what are the changes we need to make. I think across the country, when I've spoken about what is in the book, I've said that we do not have to wait for government. We do not have to wait for a donor. Communities are able to build their own futures, to build their own pathways of hope and opportunity. And that's what we did in the past when we didn't have a government under Apartheid that served us. We built our own development, and this is what communities need to start to do again today. Stop waiting for others to do things for us. We need to do things for ourselves.